Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 137 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering May the 3rd, no not May the 3rd, May the 10th to May the 16th, uh, Doctrine and Covenants Sections 49 to 50. And today uh, we're going to finish off section 49 and move into the context of Doctrine and Covenants section 50. So at the end of Doctrine and Covenants section 49, there's further direction and teaching to the Shakers. Uh, We've talked about the the fallout of this uh, revelation and the way it was given. Uh, But it does say at the end a couple of um, wonderful things, especially in verse 27. It says, Behold, I will go before you and be your rearward, and I will be in your midst and you shall not be confounded. So, you know, despite the Lord trying to put the, the Shakers straight on a few of those points of doctrine that they had gotten um, misdirected on uh, from his true gospel, um, he reminds them that he will be with them. He'll be their rearward. Um, and it's just a wonderful promise uh, that he will be with them. Um, Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, He whose name this church bears has promised that he will be in our midst, lead us along, go before us and even fight our battles. He has further counselled, be not afraid of your enemies, for I have decreed in my heart that I will prove you in all things, whether you will abide in my covenant even unto death, that you may be found worthy. So let us have patience and faith, as did Lehi, who saw pointing things of scorn directed at those who grasped the iron rod, which rod, ironically, some of those same fingers once grasped. But, said Lehi, we heeded them not, so it should be with us. Brothers and sisters, being pointed in the, in the right direction, we do not need to worry about being pointed at. Close quote. The Lord will be with us. He has promised this, that he'll be with us as we strive to keep our covenants, uh, as we strive to do the best that we can. He will make up the rest and lead us along that path. And that is just a wonderful, marvellous blessing to have. And what a great gift that he has given us um, to not only do that for us, but to repeatedly remind us of this. It's just such a joyful blessing for me personally, um, as well as I'm sure for many of you listening. So in section 50 then, um, this um, has kind of been addressed before, but it was obviously obviously something which was still an issue that needed to be resolved. Uh, We've spoken about how in 1830, Oliver Cowdery and his missionary companions um, went were going along, Harley P. Pratt, uh, Ziva Peterson and oh, I've forgotten the other one. I think it was one of the Whitmer, one of the Whitmer clan. Um, they went and went on their mission, and um, they met the people in Ohio, including Sidney Rigdon and Edward Partridge, and some of the other followers of Sidney Rigdon's uh, church. Baptized them and then left, and then obviously Edward Partridge and Sidney Rigdon went to New York. So during that time, there was not really an experienced leader until January 1831 when John Whitmer arrived. Um, And he noted that there was a lot of confusion um, and strange behaviours. When Parley P. Pratt um, returned to Kirtland in the spring, he also referred to this. Uh, I'm going to read a quote from him. Um, And this is all found in the historical context section, as always, like where I do my research and the Joseph Smith papers analysis uh, this is in. Uh, Parley P. Pratt said, quote, As I went forth among the different branches, some very strange spiritual operations were manifested, which were disgusting rather than edifying. Some persons would seem to swoon away and make unseemly gestures and be drawn or disfigured in their countenances. 
Others would fall into ecstasies and be drawn into contortions, cramps, fits, etc. Others would seem to have visions and revelations which were not edifying and which were not congenial to the doctrine and spirit of the gospel. In short, a false and lying spirit seemed to be creeping into the church. Close quote. So it's in this backdrop that we received a couple of sections before uh, the ones about the gifts of the spirit come to mind, but also uh, some more. Uh, I can't remember which section it was, but we have we have kind of had a section on this addressing this before. Um, however, um, there was um, obviously more work to be done in trying to help the, the saints recognize these false spirits. Um, and actually, it, it isn't just within the church this started being noticed, but also outside of the church. Uh, the one, a local newspaper, the Painesville Telegraph, said, quote, Immediately after Mr. Rigdon and the four pretended prophets left Kirtland, a scene of wildest enthusiasm was exhibited, chiefly, however, among the young people. They would fall, as without strength, roll upon the floor, and so mad were they that even the females were seen in a cold winter day lying under the bare canopy of heaven with no couch or pillow but the fleecy snow. Um, close quote. I thought that was a very interesting um, sniff, uh, clipping from a thumb in the, news, the newspaper there. Um, but clearly, this was not just being an issue you know, within the church. It was noticed outside of the church as well. And so when Joseph Smith came, he he wrote back to Hiram Smith and, and spoke about the issues that were being um, seen there. Um, and so that revelation was given to kind of remind them uh, how to recognize false spirits uh, or recognize true gifts of the spirit. And that was in Doctrine and Covenants 46. Uh, but it obviously continued. And so another revelation was given. Um, and John Whitmer, when he was describing this revelation uh, on the 9th of May, um, said, uh, kind of gave this background. So obviously we know that John Whitmer is the historian of the church now, following on from a, re a recent section. And so when he kind of recorded uh, this revelation, he had a he wrote down his own context for it, a setting, as it were, um, to give a bit of background. And so he says this, and this will really help us understand why this revelation was given. So John Whitwell wrote, quote, Some had visions I could not tell what they saw. Some would fancy to themselves that they had the sword of Laban and would wield it as expert as a light dragoon. And some, some would act like an Indian in the act of scalping. Some would slide or scoot and on the floor with the rapid, rapidity of a serpent, which they termed sailing in the boat to the Lamanites preaching the gospel. And many other vain and foolish manoeuvres that are unseeming and unprofitable to mention. Thus the devil blinded the eyes of some good and honest disciples. These things grieved the servants of the Lord, and some conversed together on this subject, and others came in, and we were at Joseph Smith Jr., the seers, and made it a matter of consultation, for many would not turn from their folly unless God would give them a revelation. Therefore the Lord spake to Joseph. Close quote. So a lot of things going on. And so this is why we have Doctrine and Covenants section 50, uh, it is a, a, a direction to the church on how to, um, you know, recognize what is uplifting, what is edifying, and what needs to be avoided. Um, to how to understand what spirits they're feeling, um, and I think that you know, obviously, this this is not so much an issue we have in the church today. You know, people swooning and acting as if they're holding the the brandishing the sword of Laban and sailing on the floor to to preach the gospel to the Lamanites. But um, what I think we have to remember, of course, is that this is a group of people who, from a vast variety, from a wide variety of uh, different religious backgrounds. And 
this may not have been out of place in some of their beliefs and thoughts, you know, this, these types of actions. And so being able to address how what, what these spirits are or how we can we can identify what the spirit of the Lord is, um, what how it needs to enlighten us and edify us, and therefore give heed to those to, to that that prompting is important. And so Doctrine and Covenants section fifty helps us to do this. And again, I think as as I mentioned, as members of the church today, this is really useful to help us try and identify or um, recognize the promptings of the spirits in our lives, which is really one of the questions which I certainly when I've when I was a young men's leader and when I've kind of attended youth meetings and there's been questions asked, one of the biggest questions that comes out of those, and even to be fair, not just youth settings, but in other settings as well that I've experienced in my in my leadership, is how do we recognize the spirit? How do we know that the promising we've just received is the spirit? Um, and that is not an easy question to answer. As explained by um, a recent general authority in the last general conference, it's like trying to describe being on, and, and I did refer to it on this podcast, and I, and I can't remember who said it, but it's like being on a beautiful golf course and you love golf and trying to explain that feeling to someone else unless they love golf and have that desire and passion to be on that particular golf course in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, it's hard to describe. Uh, and so this will help us to understand this a bit more. So look forward to that over the next two days. Um, we only have two days for it and there's quite a bit in there. So we'll, we'll do what we can. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do continue to follow the podcast and all the social media platforms. I say all of them. It's literally just Facebook and also email. But on Facebook, that's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. We've come follow me. And you can email session at gmail.com as well with your feedback and your thoughts on what you've studied and that will be featured in a later podcast thank you very much for your time and until we meet again